welcome to Worlds Collide, the wrestling card podcast for wrestling fans by wrestling fans, featuring Tony Bella from WrestlingTradingCards.com. This is like a, a stock market. Like- and Zan Morning from Wrestling With Cards on YouTube. And I'm not saying there's a right or wrong answer, I'm just posing the question. Join them as they navigate the world of wrestling cards, helping you build a bigger, better collection, and making some money along the way. What's up, wrestling fans? Worlds Collide back again, and we have a new type of show for you today. This was actually Tony's idea from like six months ago, and we're just now getting around to it. (laughs) Yes, guys, this is how busy we are. This is how backed up we get on content. Uh, I've received requests. I know Tony's received a few requests from different people saying, you know, this show's missing. Why didn't we do this this month? Uh, Why did you stop covering this card set? When are you going to do this? And again, guys, like... It's time-consuming. We do stuff as we can. Again, there are ways to expedite that process that we've talked about, such as donations that can help us get things out quicker. Or money, 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 money. <laughs> wow. Okay, so leave us a five-star review for Tony's Million Dollar Man karaoke singing contests. Um, yeah. Let us know what you think about that. That was fantastic. Man, I, what a segue. I, I, w- I wish we were. Uh, I wish we were, we were more like technical and no wish we were cool we had like sound bites but we don't no we don't need that when we have you you're like the guy from police academy got all you got all the sounds yeah right that's gonna have to be a gimmick now every show you got to come up with a new one all right miss let's go on um (laughs) wow talk about a low blow (laughs) all right so today we're going to be doing something called the wrestling card cage match where we bring two different cards to the table me and Tony kind of talk about our feelings on both of them. We're going to break it down on a couple of different categories and then see which card we like better. The winner goes on, the loser, well, it gets cut up or burned at the stake by Vegas Dave. That's kind of an insider oh. thing for those of you who know sports cards and Vegas Dave. But uh, we'll see how this goes. Let us know what you guys think of this format as we go ahead. But today we are looking at the 1998 Culture House Kurt Angle, which is an Olympic wrestling card. And I think it's considered a lot of people consider that as rookie card and it's debatable versus the 2002 Fleer matchmakers dual relic between Kurt Angle and the rock. So you got any initial impressions of either of these cards before we start breaking down in categories? Uh, well, let's just break it down to categories like that. Cause I know we have, we have that, but uh, I, I, yes, I do. I mean, I, I like, I have different things for both of them. Okay, let's start with the image. We're going to look at just the actual image of the card first. What do you What do you think of these? Uh, Are you showing them? I can't even see you right now. No, I don't have them on the screen. (laughs) People are listening. It's like I can't see this, sir. Your show sucks. I just I don't probably think that anyway. (laughs) Um, uh, Well, that particular one you're talking about. That's the one with him. Uh, He's in the wrestling moves like that. I mean, it's a classic, I mean, it's a classic amateur type of stuff. I mean, this is a perfect Rob England type of uh, commentary that he could be talking about right here. That's, that's right up his alley. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just, um, it's a classic shot. I mean, of, of him competing in his uh, amateur career. Yep. And we talk about how we don't like action shots very well. This one's not so bad. It's not so bad. I mean, it's a, it's just, I, I think it's because of it's amateur. I think it's because of that. It's kind of what you expect. There's not, there's nothing else. There's no posing in amateur. There's no, um, uh, you know, 
backstage segments. There's no, you know, up on the turnbuckles. No, it's none of that stuff. It's you're there to wrestle. It's amateur. Get the job done. Boom. And uh, it, so it depicts that time pretty good. I mean, it's good for what it is. I agree. I think it's a pretty cool looking image that they used. And yeah, so let's move on to the next one, which is another action shot. And I normally do not like action shots, as we've said. This one is hilarious, and I absolutely love it. For those I of love you this who, shot, too. For those of you who haven't seen it, uh, Kurt is clocking the rock, and it's like the way that the rock's body, it looks like it's like going stiff, like he's been knocked out and like about to have a seizure or something. It, it does. Yeah. yeah. It's, just, it's such a cool image, but I think it also has to do with, if you look at the background, you can see the ring ropes, but it's just black. And yep. there's no crowd. There's no none of that. So I think that's another reason that it almost looks like a studio shot in a way because the background is, you know, not really there and it puts all the focus on the wrestlers. So that's, that's basically all I have to say about that. I, I but, love, I love both we, cards, but, but are we talking about, uh, are we talking about the relic version of this card or relic the, the non relic version? Of relic version. Okay. Because I just, to me, it's like, uh, again, for me, I don't care if that's the rookie card per se. I think there's a mm -hmm. 95 card of his as well, too, from, from uh, the Olympic stuff, too. So um, so that would be... Which we'll get into everything you're saying. We'll get into kind of yeah. in our... Towards the but, end of um, I love this card. Uh, if you're talking about the relic one, I, I love the yes. pieces of relic that they used for it, though. Mm -hmm. That's why I like. I like the image. The image is great. I like it for the same reasons that you like. It. I like it because uh, there's no crowd background. Uh, it's just a sort of a, more of a vintagey, classic, you know, all blue singlet that he's wearing kind of thing. Uh, and that just that that look on the rock's body, his manners, it's like that. Too. Like he's like just stiff he's, as a board. Yeah. Um, but I I like that the pieces in it. It's just a a rock shirt and the milk carton. You mentioned that that's the next category design. So uh, what else do you want to say about the actual card design of the card? Not, not the image, take the image out of it. I, the design itself. I love, I, I like the card design for that particular thing. I like that it's multicolored. It's got this cool raggedy type of look to it. It's like that. I like that it has, um, I mean, it's just, it's, it's the, it's the, the, the relic version of the non relic version. Cause there was a matchmakers, uh, uh, chase set in, in mm -hmm. this set and what they did is they took the chase set and they turned i made it in a relic version of it too but i like it it's, it's gritty it's a very um aggression era type yeah so I, I like it it depicts the time period very well it's one of those things that just really screams fleer to me like fleer in this period had that design that you you see the card and you're like oh yeah that's a fleer card it's busy but it's not busy enough to take it away from what you're looking at Right. Yeah, I think they did a good job with singling out the image. And then again, like you said, lining up the relics with each talent and putting them in the same column, like, you know, right underneath the wrestler image and not sure. just like throwing them on there randomly, like what we've seen tops do. But I mean, I don't think you could have picked a better relic with this milk carton. It's, no. it's just like, it's one of the top wrestling relics of all time. I mean, this, this, it's surprising. It's, it's my guy that I collect, obviously, of uh, Kurt Angle stuff. But it's, uh, and I didn't pick this guy, just so people listening, I didn't yes. pick Kurt Angle for this one. That's all Zan. Um, it, it, what's great about it is that it's just, um, it's got the milk cartoners like that, which is something that was really never done before, having right. that kind of stuff. It was all t shirts and ring mats, you know. But uh, when you talk about like one of the greatest pieces put into it for a relic for wrestling, Kurt's been like in a couple of them now, several of them. He's got, He's depicted on a car with this one with the the gold metal, the, the metal, the ribbon. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and isn't he on one with a steel can- trash can? I believe so. Yeah, I, I mean, believe it's in the Fleer. Yeah, it's just uh, it's incredible what he's part of as far as these things go, and it's just uh, it's so cool. I just think it's really cool. I, I've seen this car, by the way, before, and I really wish I would have picked it up at the time because I, I reg- I'm going to regret it forever. There was a time this piece that was taken out that was used in the milk carton was an autograph piece that Kurt did. So there are some pieces of the milk carton on it that actually have part of his signature on it. Where did that come from? Do you know? Don't know where it came from. It came from Fleer. It came from WWE. I have no idea where they got that piece from. But gotcha. that piece, uh, I've seen I've seen it before where there's a piece like, that's a piece of Kurt's signature on there. So let's move over to the Heroes of Wrestling Culture House card and just the general card design of that. I think it's a great basic design. It's very 90s looking. One thing I like on this, and I don't know that this will appeal to anybody, but it does have the ASICS logo on it. And I know that they're like one of the main like wrestling shoe companies. Yeah. So for them to kind of be almost a sponsor of this card, I think is cool. And then I'm that sure, goes- I'm sure, which I'm sure because these were basically what they were handed out at the uh, uh, Olympic times like that or for something. I can't remember what they're done. Rob England, uh, he's the guy you're going to, if you guys want more information on that, he'd probably be the one to talk to specifically on how these cards were distributed or whatever. But um, this kind of takes me back to like, you know, those oddball food products where you have the like Doritos or uh, Carnation or what, you know, all these companies out here that put their logo on the wrestling card. I think this is just, I, I always thought that was kind of a cool thing. That's just, make it a little bit different but maybe that's just me i'm sure contractually there's probably a sponsorship like you said here and they had it yeah. in there somewhere all right so the last thing we want to talk about looking at these is just kind of the the longevity the legacy and the long-term value kind of all that stuff wrapped together on these cards and just to kind of i guess get a preference preference of what i'm saying um you know a lot of times in the hobby you look at a card And it's like, you know what it is right off because it's rare, it's scarce, or maybe it's not. And it's something like the 85 or the 82 Hogan, where it's just so iconic that is the card. So that's kind of what we're talking about when we're comparing both of these cards. So uh, let's start with the Kurt Angle Heroes of Wrestling Culture House. What do you think of that one long term? I I don't have a whole lot of history with the amateur stuff. Like Again, it's another uh, great Rob England type of question. Um, I know that I, I engaged with Rob at one time about a potential trade for some stuff. So that I know that it holds a pretty high value uh, and a high grade. I mean, um, and we're talking, you know, easily, uh, uh, you know, in, in the thousand, you know, a thousand dollars range, it's like that. So it's not like a cheap, cheap card, but it's not, you know, $20,000 card. Um, so that value wise, I think that's going to hold more because it's, it predates this WWF slash WWE days. So there's going to be some of that between this and the 95 uh, Olympic card as well. Um, so there's value in that. I mean, um, I don't know. It's not my flavor. It's not something that I would go after per se. Like I'm not, as a Kurt Angle collector, I'm not actively looking for these, this particular card and trying to find it because I have to have it in my collection. I'm more of a Kurt Angle fan of his pro wrestling career as opposed to his amateur career. So this wouldn't really fit in my collection of something that I must have. Would I keep it if I got it? Oh, absolutely I would, but um, I'm not gonna go out of my way searching for it. Yeah, I don't collect Kurt Angle. Uh, like I'm, you know, I'm not like you. I like to have, like, I don't even, I think I have maybe one or two cards 
of his that I really like. And this is one of those things where it would really just come down to my style of collecting personally. Like if this is something that's going to fit the PC or maybe it's a new project I started, or maybe I just want the rookie card, then I think this would fit that profile. I would rather have this than his, what is that? The Is it the 99 SmackDown that a lot of people? No, 2000, no mercy. Two, oh, okay. That's uh, with Taz, right? He's suplexing yes. Taz. Okay. That's the one that a lot of people gravitate to. And like when I'm, even though like uh, this depicts more of his, uh, Olympic or college wrestling kind of, you know, thing. I'd rather have this one than that one, because I think this is a better image. I like the design better and it, it's just preference. So if I had to have one between like those two, I'd rather have this one and I don't know, just preference, but let's move on to the next one. And like, this is one of those cards that really does have a chance to be like a long-term almost investment or long-term important, if you will, because you got The Rock. We, you know, we, we just talked on our last episode, but this is your card about how big The Rock has got. You got yeah. Kurt Angle. You got a great image. But not only that, Fleer produced some of these really obscure, out-of-the-box thinking when it comes to these relics. And there's, they're not out there. Like, if you, yeah. ju- you can't just go on eBay and find these things. If you do find them, they're expensive. So, um, yeah, I think long-term this card is going to be something else because again, you can't hardly find them anywhere. And it's so original for flair. Yeah. And you're, you're, we're doing this as basically it's you know about Kurt Angle cards, two different Kurt Angle cards. This mm-hmm. one benefits from the fact that it has the rock on it too. So it's almost like it's a Kurt Angle card riding the wave of the, you know, the, the rock, you know, uh, well, let's, let's rising in value. change the booking on the fly, so to speak, since we're talking wrestling, let's take the rock out of it and just use the Kurt Angle with that style of relic. I still think it's, my opinion is still the same. I think it's too, it had obviously a different shot of some kind because we're taking the rock out of the equation mm-hmm. here, but if, uh, or maybe you keep it the same, maybe it's uh, let's, let's keep relic. it the same and insert Gilbert. No, you know what? Just leave it the same. Well, yeah, Gilbert. I don't care. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, we're taking the rock out of the equation. You're still, I still think you're right. I think this card itself, because it's unique in the sense that it has a milk carton of all things, you're taking part of his gimmick that he was using yeah. at the time and you put it into a trading card. Who does that? Yep. We really don't see that at all. And it's just, Fleer was way ahead of their time. I mean, uh, I'm doing a whole segment on, on the WTC one with Jamie Stockers like that from the UK. We're talking about all the Fleer stuff. They were way ahead of their time mm-hmm. in putting different things. Metal chairs, tables, milk cartons, ribbons, hurricane masks, knee braces, uh, 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 bikini tops. I mean, they had all kinds of unique, cool things that just we don't get anymore in, in the cards. Yeah, there's got to be a reason for that too, which I, you know, I don't know. Maybe I, I keep wanting to keep like a optimistic uh, approach that Panini's going to do some innovative stuff. Probably not, but we'll see I what happens. So. They paid a lot of money for the license. I would hope they do. We'll see. All right, so let's close it out. Final thoughts: Which card do you like better overall, and what is your main driving force for your decision? Matchmakers, no question asked. 
anything that just kind of pushes you over the edge for having it or just everything everything, everything we talked about I, I like that it has a relic in it i like that it's a milk carton type thing it's different than having a t-shirt yes there's something to be said for the earlier career of kurt angles like that and as a kurt angle collector like i said for me i would gravitate towards this i used to have this card not in this uh you know not, not with the autograph on it but i used to have this card and of course you know during the time when things happen life happens had to sell things uh, and if I had to choose between the two of them that I would want to have back, if I wanted to have uh, the 98 or, or this one, I would take this one every time, I think. I just would. I, I, would, I, would, I would only really take the amateur one if it fell in like part of a lot deal or something like that. Or it was like, hey, Tony, I know you're a fan. Here, you can have this one. Uh, otherwise, I'm not going to pursue it. To me, it's Miss Matchmaker one all the time because I love that image. And I love that they use a milk carton in it for him. Well, and no surprise, I have to totally agree with you. And it's because of what you, everything you just said is, it's the uniqueness. It's the rarity of it. We don't have a print number on these specifically, but you don't see them out on eBay very often. Yeah. You know, if you, it, you typically, if you can go out and search on eBay, pick a card, whatever it is. If you can see five copies or more, it's not that rare of a card. Whether in regard, take, take grading out of it, take everything, just the card itself. If you see, like I said, at any given time, five or more, it's not that rare. I couldn't tell you the last time I saw one of these on eBay. Not too, I think it was late last year. I saw one pop up that had the ribbon in it from the gold yeah. medal. And it's it sold for several hundred dollars yeah. in a raw format. It wasn't graded or anything. So um, cards like this, that's kind of it's the pattern interrupt is what brett mcgrath stacking slab shout out he gets a lot of praise on our shows but um yeah he talks he talks about the pattern interrupt and that's when you're scrolling through instagram or if you see pictures on ebay or you know facebook marketplace or wherever it is you're looking for cards if you see something that you stop and you're like whoa what is this yep it makes you you know that's what so when i see that kurt angle culture house i don't really do that but i know it's an earlier card so then that goes back to the whole type of collecting. And I think me and you are both on the same thing as like, I've gotten to the point where I don't really care about rookie cards. Like I don't care if it's the first card or I don't care if it was something that produced last year. If it's of a talent that will either sell really well or a talent that I personally really like, and it's an image or a type of card that I really like, I'm going to take that every day. You could give me this card. You could cut the top half of it off. And you could use sandpaper on the bottom of it to where it might get a PSA one. I'll still take that over a PSA nine culture house <laughs> quote rookie card. That's just my perspective. There are people out there who want specific cards and top tier grade, and there's nothing wrong with that either. That's their lane. This is just my preference, but you know that we're two for two on this card. So I think this card wins. Yeah, I think you're right. I just, um, it's just a much better looking card to me. It's like that. And again, like you said, you don't see them very often. So when mm -hmm. you do, it tells you something. Um, obviously well, and probably, print runs, we don't know. And, but still, it's you just by the fact that you don't see them very often, you know that people love this card and they're going to hold on to it because it's, it's just a, such a unique, cool relic type card that's just, it's just, uh, I love it. I mean, I, I would take this. Uh, every day twice on sunday over over the that, that culture house one and to go back to the culture house one minute i'm not saying that's not a rare card because clearly it's no, not no. like you could just get them out of packs no. but that was the whole idea of the show was to take two cards that you don't see very often put them together and you know kind of go back and forth on it and debate it so 
I hope you guys enjoyed this kind of new format of a show. We'll probably do some more of these. Let us know on social media and uh, let us know in the reviews. You can leave a review for the podcast if you liked it. Let us know if you like this format. If you don't like this format, we yeah, can maybe and, and suggest if you have like two cards you want us to compete, suggest something. It'd be great. Yes. And thank you for, we put out a poll on one of our, this is your card and you guys came out in full force to show who you wanted us to talk about. So we're going to continue to do polls on Twitter mostly to see what cards you guys want to talk about, what superstars you want to talk about. And again, let us know what you would like to see change in the show. If you think we're doing great, if you think we suck, leave us a review that helps. Um, thank you for listening. Tony, you got anything else before we get out of here and let everybody know where they can find you and everything you're up to? No, I am a Kurt Angle collector. So if you guys got something you want to hit me up, let me know what you got. <laughs> um, but you can get, you get a hold of me. Uh, everything is through wrestlingtradingcards.com. Everything social media wise, all the links, uh, except for my shorts, which got brought up to me. Um, there, uh, it's all down at the bottom there um, of every page, and uh, you can get a hold of me there. How about you? Uh, sorry, I was distracted. I was thinking if you had your karaoke links for all of your impersonations, like your soundboards, and I do yeah. not. <laughs> this is the gimmick. This is officially the gimmick. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. You can find everything I'm doing wrestling with cards on YouTube, wrestling with cards, the podcast, of course, this podcast, which you should subscribe to. You're already listening to it. So why not subscribe? And you can check links in the show notes to pretty much everything we're doing. I put all those links in there. So if you have any questions, you can find both of our social platforms, wrestlingtradingcards.com, the official PSA wrestling card reference website. I like to continually plug that. Uh, we're getting better at it, man. We're getting better at it. Things are changing. Things are happening. So I suggest people go and check out all the checklists on a regular basis because things are changing and happening. We appreciate your guys' time today. Thank you for sticking with us and your continued support for those of you who have been with us since day one. Until next week, keep collecting, having fun. We'll see you.